you know, if I would have applied myself, I could have gone to the NBA. You think so? Yeah, I think so. But it's just like, it's been done. You know, I didn't want to, <laughs> I was like, I don't want to be a follower. Hi, I'm Jason Concepcion. And I'm Shay Serrano. And we are back. We have a new podcast from Wondery. It's called Six Trophies. Woo! And it's the f- best. Each week, Shay Serrano and I are combing through all the NBA storylines, finding the best, most interesting, most compelling stories, and then handing out six pop culture themed trophies for six basketball related activities. Trophies like the Dominic. Toretto, I live my life a quarter mile at a time trophy, which is given to someone who made a short-term decision with no regard for future consequence. Or the Christopher Nolan Tenet trophy, which is given to someone who did something that we didn't understand. Catalina wine mixer trophy. Ooh, the Lauren Hill, you might win some, but you just lost one trophy. And what's more, the NBA playoffs are here, so you want to make Six Trophies your go-to companion podcast through all the craziness. Follow Six Trophies on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. Listen ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus. What these young bloods have to understand, that this game has always been and will always be about buckets. Just attack the basket. What's good, my people? Welcome into Buckets Action Network's NBA Best Bet Podcast. This is the Thursday edition. I am your host, Sean Little, kicking it with my guy, as always on Thursdays, Joe Delara. JD, what's going on? Dude, we're chilling. Uh, you know, just had just had a trial in my real life desk job, you know. So that was that was that's kept me pretty busy, but you know, we still gotta make time for these buckets. So how you still doing? Gotta, still gotta <laughs> make time for the plays. You already know, man. It's a it's a little fun slate. I'm doing well. I gotta bounce back from from yesterday. The the plays I logged on the Action Network app did not come through. We were recording 24 hours ahead. I tried to get out in front of uh, the Bulls minus four. I was expecting Jalen Brunson not to play. He showed up, and then I had a brutal cap in the Timberwolves. Clippers first half over that did not come in I was on the Warriors first quarter that ended up coming mm-hmm. in but we're are, ended up not coming in they closed the 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 Pacers closed the quarter <laughs> my boy uh, Halley on a yeah that boy Halliburton closed it on a crazy crazy run so I lost that as well but we're gonna pick it up here kick me off with your best bets I'll give mine and then we'll get we'll give a little breakdown all right, so the first play that I'm looking at is in probably the headline game of the day. It's in Bucks Grizzlies, and you know, obviously, I'm not going to bet on Giannis. I'm not going to bet on Ja. I'm going to bet on Brooke Lopez over one and a half threes. So we like that play, and I'm looking at the other game, which I think you're talking about too, is the uh, the Pelicans and the Jazz. It's a rematch from the other night. I'm looking at the first half over one twelve and a half. Um, I think it should be a pretty fast paced game. What about you? What are you on? Zion Williamson, over 27 and a half points, minus 115. I love this spot. This is going to be a good bounce back W for me on a Thursday. Let's get right into it. JD, talk to me first about Brooke Lopez, because you kind of laid it out first there, right? Maybe <laughs> not someone we're expecting to, 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 to pick yeah. to have more than a more than more than one three. Brooke yeah. Lopez, one of he's a big figure and a very important player for the Milwaukee Bucks who are going to be in Memphis 
taking on the Grizz, that line sits at one and a half. Total sits at 229. Yeah, man. So when you look at this, actually, Lopez has exceeded this line in 17 of 26 games. So we're at 65%. You should be getting around fair odds of like one, minus 190 or so. And when I'm looking at these two teams, one of the things that I notice about the Memphis Grizzlies is they allow a lot of threes. Um, Memphis is allowing above the break threes at the second highest frequency in the league. And that's actually where Lopez kind of likes to shoot. So Lopez, like when he's taking threes in terms of his frequency, he's not necessarily looking at corner threes as much. He's like at 9%, but he's taking non-corner threes at 39% of his shots. So he's getting a lot of looks from above the break. And I think that that sets him up well here, especially when you consider the fact that now that the Grizzlies are pretty whole, you have Steven Adams, Jaron Jackson Jr. Obviously, Jaron Jackson Jr. can like defend anywhere, anybody, anytime. Just guys have fucking block machine but steven adams struggles a little bit in that type of coverage like defending the perimeter and that's exactly what brooke lopez does and i think he's they're going to force the issue really try to stretch the floor with him and maybe try to play steven adams off the court to be honest with you so i like him to go over this one and a half threes mark um and in his past five games against uh against steven adams he's got he's gone over this in three of the five and actually in one of those he made five threes. So maybe, maybe a look and see what the three plus comes out at, uh, you know, FanDuel's always got those alternate lines. So maybe we get like a nice, like, I don't know, like plus two thirty something like that. Sounds about right. So that could definitely be an option for Brooke Lopez. So I like him at over one and a half threes. I was talking about this on the NBA bet stream today during Warriors Pacers that Brooke Lopez I don't necessarily think that Middleton is all the way back in the fold. And he's so spotty yeah. on a game-to-game -game basis. You can argue that Brooke Lopez is the third most important player on the Bucks after Giannis, of course, and then my guy, J. Rue, Drew Holiday. Yeah. Brooke Lopez has transformed his career in an absolutely ridiculously awesome way. He's, yeah, a, knock, he's a knockdown three-point shooter, and now he's a rim defender blocking shots and making it tough with people at the cup. Yeah. I mean, like he's one of the favorites for defensive player of the year. So like, I, I, I think that saying he's third is like, it's crazy. That just shows you the respect that we have for drew holiday um, because the man has been incredible. And it's like, it's such a different situation from when he was on the Brooklyn nets, or I guess it was the New Jersey nets at that point, you know, playing at the rock at the prudential center over there, you know? So uh, the, you rock. Know, the rock, I love it. <laughs> the rock. So I think um, it's been really awesome for him. And like, it's been nice to see that somebody that like, like him that had that kind of traditional big man type of feel has able to been able to really adapt to this, like to this kind of NBA. So I think this is going to be a really exciting game. And I think, uh, I, I don't know. I, I kind of lean the bucks, but I always lean the bucks. So yeah, it's tough not to always lean the bucks. And of course, lean the Celtics with uh with how they closed out that road trip in LA and then uh, that first they gotta they gotta the Celtics have a, a interesting slate coming up here next week. They're gonna get a bunch of days off and then they play a couple soft squads. So I'd be on the lookout for the when the Celtics get back on the schedule. But yeah, all sure. right, give me your give me your Pelicans jazz first half over 112 and a half. All right. So part of why I like this bet is the fact that if we look at last game I know that this, they like, they both teams kind of struggled to score a little bit, especially the Pelicans, right? But if we looked at the first half, the pace was 110, is what they were running at. That is fast. That is a lot of possessions. 
And I honestly think that a big reason why the Pelicans didn't score as much, and you'll probably talk about this with your pick, and it's that Zion was in foul trouble. He is like the key to their offense. So I like the fact that he's going to be coming back. He shouldn't have those minutes limited. And like when he came back in in the second half, he was he was balling. Like he was doing good. Like the minutes that he played, he just didn't get a lot of minutes because of the foul trouble. And I think that in this game, I, I don't know. I don't know about you, but I feel like there might have – maybe you get a call from the league offices like, yo, like stop calling fouls on Zion. Like he's a superstar. Don't have him in foul trouble in the first half. So, uh, you know, it's always like tinfoil hat time with stuff like that. But I, I really do think this Pelicans offense is transcendent. And when we look at this team, you know, they they have they really ha- they have a the top eight uh, adjusted offensive rating and they're number two in terms of adjusted net rating. So I think they're going to be able to score on this jazz team. The jazz have a great uh, adjusted offensive rating as well. So I think that we're going to see a lot of points. And with the way that the Jazz like to, like to play, we know they like to shoot a lot of threes. So that always is going to help them, even though they're, you know, like the talent is, they're obviously good. Like they've been performing well, they're NBA caliber players, but the math certainly helps them here. Uh, and I like this to go over that 112 and a half. I was watching this game closely. I was on the Jazz team total in that first matchup in Utah. You remember, this is going to be a back-to-back in yep. Utah for those guys. And it was a sloppy first half. Yeah, it it looked bad. It was overall just sloppy first half, and then they turned it on in the second half. I'm with you. I don't know if this, this, these, they come out in back to back halves and look as sloppy as they did. I think it looks more like the second half. That's why I'm looking at Zion Williamson over 27 and a half points, minus 115. I love this spot. This was a classic letdown spot for the Pelicans coming off of two emotional wins against the Suns. And then they have to go to altitude, travel to Utah, and they catch an L. They look sloppy in the first half, can't get it, can't get it rolling in the second half, and end up losing the ball game in Utah, right? Yeah. Zion Williamson had 26 points in 26 minutes, was out there playing angry ball. He can get to the rim, especially again. I mean, he can get to the rim against almost anybody in the NBA but especially against this Utah Jazz squad is so soft in the middle. I can see him being angry. He was angry in the game, I guess that was yesterday. Yeah. Two days, two days ago. ago against that time, yeah. On Thursday, by the time you hear this, it was, a few, it was a few nights ago. But Zion looked angry. He was frustrated that he was in foul trouble. He wanted to continue to go to the rim. He had a play where he went uh, to the rim on Kessler and absolutely just the rookie and dumped yeah. and, and two-hand – not even a jab step, just a quick first step. I'm going to beat you to the basket and then put you in the rim. And that's exactly what he did to Kessler. 26 points in 26 minutes. I expect him to play 20, 30, 30, 33, 34, 35 minutes um, in this matchup tonight. They're coming off a loss. They, um, It's a really good spot for him to have a big game. I like him to, to continue to go to the paint, continue to go to the basket and get a lot of easy buckets against this soft interior Utah Jazz team defensively. He can have a big night. I think he's somewhere in the 30s. I like over 27 and a half minus 115 all day. 
Dude, I love that play. And honestly, like I actually talked about Zion and the Pelicans in my in my uh, player props forecast. So you guys can find that on the Action Network website that comes out every Monday. Um, and one of the things that I noticed, and a guy that I follow on Twitter that I, like I love his stuff is Steve Jones Jr. And he was like breaking down the game where the Pelicans played the Suns. And one of the things like because I was watching it, but like and then you know like I liked his Twitter thread because he was following it live on Twitter. But one of the things that you could see and that he even talked about was like Zion is you can tell he's healthy right now because he's so decisive, like he's fast and he's explosive. So like there was a time where like on one play, like Shamit was going to help, like he was going to help on on Zion. Zion had the ball and was by the help so fast. The help didn't even get to get there. So against this jazz team, I think he's going to dominate like exactly like you said. And I think it's telling that, Last game, his points prop was at 26 and a half. And now, despite missing it last game at 26, they moved it up to 27 and a half. I think that tells you a lot about what they think is going to happen in this game. Uh, and that he, had he not been in foul trouble, probably would have dropped 30. Easy. I uh, well, They were watching the same game as us. There's no question. I think he does end up in the 30s. That's why I'm going over 27 and a half. Combined stats for the two games against the Suns, 27 of 38, 70 points, 15 boards, nine assists, two of three from three. Then he plays the game in Utah. And in 26 minutes, like I said, scores 26 points, 10 of 16, nine boards, and a lot of very easy baskets. This was a very easy, clean 26 for Zion Williamson. I think he does it again in back-to-back spots. He ends up getting the the, the more minutes in that 30, 35 range and goes over that 30 prop number for his points. I love the spot. I, I want to lean the Pelicans on, on the number as well. Maybe I'll get there. Make sure you follow us in the Action Network app. I'm on there, Sean Little at Chicago Flow. JD's on there at Joe Delera. Before we get out of here, we don't have a line yet for, uh, for a couple of these spots as we record this on uh, Wednesday night. And don't forget, make sure on all these plays that we give out, you're double-checking who's playing once the final 530 injury report comes out on the day-to-day we're trying to get you these picks as soon as we can we're doing it with incomplete information so make sure you wait if you if if you're questionable about a number or a total try to figure out who's playing who's not playing and what type of matchup it may look like by tip-off Suns Clippers is going to be interesting we don't have a line there since the, the Clippers are playing right now Bucks Grizz is going to be interesting any thoughts on the heat rockets before we get out of here the heat um struggling at the moment yeah man i mean we're talking about two teams that are going to miss the playoffs so i mean it's been quite the it's been quite interesting but um you're, i think you're, you're one of, confirming that for the heat yeah i do i think they're i think they're cooked like i i just i don't buy them i like i feel like i haven't bought them though uh i feel like i've been wanting to fade them for years now and they just keep like sticking around um yeah. but I don't know. I, I don't really buy that team. And I one of the guys that I have been looking at, honestly, though, is Jabari Smith has been awesome lately. And they keep setting his threes line at like one and a half. Miami likes to elicit threes, but they 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 do a decent job like defending the three-point line. So I'm curious to see how that goes. It might be a little bit of a tougher matchup for Jabari, but he's been so consistent on that one and a half number. Um, we'll see what the juice looks like, but I, I could see him going over that uh, in this matchup against Miami. What about you? Yeah, just just to speak overall on the Miami Heat, this is one of those spots where I know I'm reaching. This is what I know I'm I'm 
it's I'm just trying to hang in there for a player or a team. I just always come back to like the heat culture piece. Oh, they'll, they'll get it right, man. Don't worry, Sean. Like heat culture, bro. Like I'm talking about like, dude, they'll get it. They'll get it turned around. Heat culture. And it's like, nah, man, this is this looks like a team that is extremely old that gave a lot of money to a shooter in Duncan that doesn't shoot it anymore. Yeah. And now Hero has been playing really, really well, but Jimmy is old now. Yeah. I Alar mean, is old. Bam has been playing really well, but Bam is not scorer in that way. Yeah. yeah. The, those guys aren't enough to to compete in a, in the East with a lot of a lot of players. Yeah, I, I'm I'm out on them. I'm a little I'm a little cool on the Miami Heat. Their uh, temperatures dropping rapidly in, <laughs> in South Florida. So. Yeah, no question, no question. All right, to recap, J.D., Joe Delera, Pelicans, Jazz, first half over 112.5. Try to get the best price you can there. Brooke Lopez, over one and a half threes. Also try to get the best price there. Make sure you shop around. Zion Williamson, over 27.5, minus 115 is where I got it on the FanDuel Sportsbook. Our guys over there, that's who sponsors the show, always show FanDuel love whenever I can to great sports book. All right. For Joe Delera, I am Sean Little. That's going to do it for the Thursday edition of Buckets. Make sure you follow us on the Action Network app, on Twitter, Sean Little at Chicago Flow, Joe Delera at Joe Delera across the board. Let's get Buckets. Action Network reminds you, please gamble responsibly. If you or someone you care about has a gambling problem, Help is available 24-7 at 1-800-GAMBLER.